This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Excellent Reception. I'm your host, Little Dave. And if this is your first time checking us out, this is the show where I expose you to amazing music by artists that you may or may not have heard of before. I'll take the time to tell you the stories behind them and explain why they're worth listening to. If you've been enjoying everything that we've done so far, please take the time and spread the word to all the other music lovers that you know. Make sure you get them to subscribe to the Excellent Reception Podcast via iTunes or Stitcher. And you can also check us out at excellentreception.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Excellent Reception. The pop music machine has figured out how to use technology to make every aspect of a song, from the pitch of an instrument to the sound of a voice, almost too perfect. This artificial perfection has stripped away the subtile nuances of music that can make a simple song speak to us on a much deeper level. On the other end of the spectrum, there are plenty of artists who look for a more organic sound and experiment with analog recording techniques. They appreciate how fuzz and distortion can add character to their instrumentation. On this episode, we talk about a few artists who search to find the perfection within the imperfection. On this episode, we'll feature music by The Arcs, Lord Echo, Actress, Computer J, and Adrian Young. The debut album by The Arcs, titled Yours Dreamily, was one of the hidden gems of 2015. During some downtime, Dan Arbach, singer-slash-guitarist of the Black Keys, pulled together a group of longtime acquaintances and fellow musicians for two weeks of recording sessions to create this amazing side project. The unique group of musicians playing on this album are what makes Yours Dreamily stand out. First you have Dan who comes to the table with all of the rock and roll sensibility he earned from being part of the Black Keys, as well as the production chops he gained from working with everyone from Lana Del Rey to Dr. John. The album is co-produced by Leon Michaels of Truth and Soul Records, who along with fellow bandmates Homer Steinweiss and Nick Malfshin are all known for making modern vintage soul with artists like Lee Fields, Sharon Jones, and the Manahan Street Band. Rounding out the core membership is Richard Swift, a multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, and producer who is also a keyboard player with The Shins. On over half of the album, the arcs are joined by New York's all-female mariachi band, Flor de Toleche. They add their own special twist to the instrumentation, as well as provide hauntingly beautiful background vocals. 
One of the tracks that captures the best of what these musicians bring to the table is Rosie, La La La. You can hear a wide range of influences seeping into the sound. Everything from Phil Spector-era songwriting to Chicano rock-style guitar solos. With its moody piano and hard breakbeat-style drums bleeding through a thick layer of guitar fuzz, this song almost sounds as if it could have been sampled for an old Wu-Tang album. Show us how Excellent reception. Somewhere deep down in Auckland, New Zealand, you can find Lord Echo tinkering away in his studio, working on his weird and wonderful dubbed out music. Lord Echo is actually the alias of multi-instrumentalist and producer Mike Fabulous, who you may know from his work with the band The Black Seeds. 
The music he makes is his own lo-fi take on Afrobeat, roots reggae, jazz, and gritty soul. His production techniques rely heavily on 60s recording aesthetics and vintage equipment. Even though Lord Echo's tools and concepts are related to the past, there's nothing outdated about his music. His songs bubble up with an optimistic sincerity, and the warm analog timbre creates an atmosphere that helps you appreciate each note. It's easy to hear the influences of great artists like Fela Kuti, Sun Ra, and Lee Scratch Perry in Lord Echo's music. During the mixing process, he colors each instrument with just the right amount of reverb, delay, and other dub-influenced effects to create a thickly layered texture of sonic resonance that takes the listener deep into outer space. At the same time, the constantly moving rhythm section and heavy-handed funk is enough to keep you from getting too far off the ground. On the song Wang East, off of his first album, Melodies, you can hear Lord Echo pushing and pulling you between getting into the groove and making you completely zoned out. The syncopated patterns of what sounds like a classic maestro rhythm king drum machine give you something steady to hold on to as you travel through a cosmic landscape of twinkling pianos, bouncy bass lines, and Toby Lang's otherworldly vocals.
position down Drive back out of town They're waiting for you And I'm sick of that time Excellent reception While much of the music world looks to make songs that are shiny and perfect, the producer known as Actress looks to create something that is completely outside of the box. Actress, whose government name is Darren Cunningham, is the founder of the reputable WorkDis record label, which has put out some of the freshest music from the UK underground. He has spent the past decade pushing his own style of electronic music far away from the dubstep sound of his early days. On his current album, Ghettoville, Actress's music speaks with its most minimalistic and monochromatic voice to date. Every sound and sample he uses has been EQ'd to the point where it is now just a flat shell of its former self. Each element is then warped, smudged, and pieced together into brooding cinematic arrangements that sound like they have been high-speed dubbed onto cassette tape far too many times. The overall griminess of the sound of this project makes even the most repetitive loop seem like it's constantly evolving. The album explores all sorts of sonic terrain, from warped R&B to wavy ambient vibes but he never strays too far from his dance music roots. One of the highlights of Ghettoville is the slow building yet upbeat track, Gaze. It kicks off with a gradually evolving beat, which eventually makes way for a glaringly optimistic sampled loop to slowly fade in. Suddenly, we're reminded of the fact that Actress knows his way around a dance tune as the song abruptly turns into a bustling house jam. This is one of those moody dance joints that can get an open-minded dance floor worked up at the end of the night.
excellent reception. If you are looking for music that takes you away from the mundane routine of modern life and places you decades into the future, then you need to open your ears and your third eye to the music of Computer J. As a veteran of Los Angeles' extraordinary Ferdal music scene, Jay has built a reputation for producing colossal synthesizer-filled beats. Over the years, he's been called on to lend his keyboard skills to the Far Side's live show, and he's played with the futuristic retro-funk band Master Blaster, which consists of Computer Jay, Dame Funk, and J1. Also, he's created some marvelous productions and remixes for artists like Fatima, Electric Wire Hustle, and Quanic. Computer J's solo material is a whole other world in itself. He takes all sorts of analog synthesizers, including his own specially modified Moog and various circuit-bent instruments to make these gigantic computerized beats. He released a duo set of EPs called Savage Planet Discotech Part 1 and 2, which are full of retro-futuristic songs that allude to the experimental electronic movie soundtracks from the early 80s, the hard slap of West Coast G-Funk, and 8-bit music from old Nintendo and Atari video games. One of the biggest singles from Savage Planet Discotech was The Exquisite Hardship, which features the vocals of Orfeo, who Jay also collaborated with on an amazing EP of cover songs called Standards. On this track, Jay's apocalyptic synthetics are smoothed out by Orfeo's gentle falsetto and lush string arrangements.
This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. Some artists set rules and limitations for their music-making process. It gives them the opportunity to find all of the treasures that are hidden within those limitations. One music artist who has adopted a similar type of personal policy is Adrian Young. He originally cut his teeth by sampling music into the MPC to make hip-hop. This opened the door for him to develop an interest in making songs like the ones he was sampling. Instead of making simple beats, Adrian picked up a variety of instruments and started composing complex musical arrangements. He created a studio space that was free of computers and instead started recording directly to two-inch tape and using vintage gear alongside analog equipment. Unlike many of today's retro soul bands, Adrian isn't trying to resurrect Northern Soul or James Brown-style funk. His approach shadows the psychedelia of David Axelrod, the spaghetti western scores of Ennio Maricone, and the 60s orchestral work of Quincy Jones. The vocalists on these recordings aren't pigeonholed into singing simple R&B hooks. Instead, they work the full dynamic range of their voices as they belt out lyrics that give us insight into the stories that the music is trying to tell us. Hip-hop still has a huge place in his work. Adrian's collaborations with legendary MCs like Ghostface Killer and Souls of Mischief have broken down the walls of how rap albums could be put together. His compositions have also become sample fodder for producers like DJ Premier, whose collaboration album with Royce the Five Nine was all sourced from Adrian Young's material. Adrian's musical catalog has grown at a rapid rate over the past few years. He has released album after album and collaborated with such artists as William Hurt of the Delphonics, Bilal, and many more. But all of this started with his work on the soundtrack for the movie Black Dynamite, which first exposed the world to Adrian Young and his band, Venice Dawn. His score was the perfect finishing touch of authenticity to a movie that is a modern-day spoof of 70s exploitation movies. One of the highlights of the soundtrack is the Isaac Hayes invoking Gloria, Zodiac Lovers, that accompanies the film's animated love scene.
Yes, we want to thank you once again for tuning in to another excellent reception podcast. We'll be back again real soon with another wonderful episode. Make sure you subscribe to Excellent Reception through iTunes and Stitcher. Also look back for older episodes. Make sure you check us out at excellentreception.com. Until next time, this is Excellent Reception, coming in loud and clear with the sounds that you need to hear. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast.